Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio, WJMM. I'm so blessed to be on the air with you this morning on this Monday morning at 11.15. So grateful to be on this radio station and so blessed uh, to have the Ministry of Encounter. For more information about Encounter, please go to our website, uh, The Hope Encounter. T-H-E-H-O-P-E Encounter.org or email me directly at Bill at the hopeencounter.org. I want to share some things about the Encounter Ministry with you this week. Uh, why am I doing that? Uh, the first week of December, the beginning of December, uh, I always lose track of what date it is. Uh, but seven years ago, uh, at this time, uh, in the beginning of December, Encounter uh, was launched. It was launched in Southern California. It was a miracle how it got launched. And I want to give you a little history about what God called me to do, uh, which helped build the ministry of encounter. You see, for years, churches would hire me to build Christ-centered recovery ministries to sort of help with broken and hurting people because most churches really have a problem as far as what to do with really broken people. What do you do with people with strongholds, addictions? What do you do with people that really have tough issues that they can never get over? People who have experienced trauma, abuse, grief, all these things uh, that keep us stuck. Uh, and I've seen people in the Church of Jesus Christ stuck for so many years. So churches would hire me around the country to build Christ-centered recovery ministries with the thought that I would bring a 12-step program and take people through steps, which is what the model is, a Christian step program. Uh, there's a model like that. Probably the biggest one in the country is called Celebrate Recovery. And I actually uh, worked on the national team for Celebrate Recovery, and I ran Celebrate Recoveries. But the first year that I looked at Celebrate Recovery, I looked at at the ministry as a really good biblical uh, alternative to the steps. And it provides better biblical clarity than the steps. But at the end of the day, it really was just a glorified AA or NA program because of what's missing in the ministry of Celebrate Recovery. What's missing is teaching people how to pray, What's missing is teaching people how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, teaching people about the finished work of Jesus Christ so they can live the crucified life of Christ, teaching people all about faith, teaching people all, all, all about uh, the love of Christ, teaching people how to make God's word the authority over their lives, teaching people what their identity in Christ is, teaching people how to actually pray other than learning how to pray the Lord's Prayer or the Serenity Prayer, teaching people how to pray to get over stuff, teaching people how to pray to take their thoughts captive, teaching people how to pray to put on God's armor, teaching people how to pray to win all the spiritual battles in in their lives, not just... and. On top of all that, teaching people how to get into the presence of God, teaching people how to hear the voice of God, and, and having the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues of their lives and be transformed by the power of God. All of that was missing in that curriculum and that program. So that so they were, what I saw was there was never any lasting transformation, any lasting uh, healing. And so what I would do was 
and all the things that I was discipled in, the finished work of Christ, teaching people how to pray, teaching people how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, teaching people who they are in Christ, teaching people how to live the crucified life in Christ by trusting in the finished work of Christ, closing all our accounts with other people, uh, having the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues, pulling down our strongholds and praying with authority and winning all the spiritual battles, being an expert, taking thoughts captive person by taking every pretension that sits that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and taking those thoughts captive. I would teach all these principles uh, in Celebrate Recovery. And it, the, the, the ministry is not set up uh, for a pastor to lead it or even teach it. They don't want you teaching outside the curriculum because so many churches let lay people uh, run the ministry. And typically uh, that's not a good formula because when you give people a secular option, they're always going to choose the secular over the God option. And so, and here's the deal. And there's this mindset in the church that you have to have a ministry like a CR uh, before discipleship. And Jesus never compromised four things. He never compromised grace for truth. He never compromised discipleship for recovery. He always combined them all together. And he provides one pathway for people to find wholeness and healing and deliverance and freedom from every issue, from every hurt, from every stronghold, from every addiction. He would say things, if my words remain in you, you truly are my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Such as the words to the man at the pool of Bethesda, who, who for 38 years never wanted to get well. Jesus saw him, knew of his condition and spoke a total of 28 words to the man. He said, do you want to get well? Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. See, you are well again. Stop sinning, or something worse may happen to you. In those 28 words are full of grace, truth, recovery, and discipleship all together. The other thing I found by, uh, and this is where the church struggles. Typically, if they have a lot of broken people or people that struggle, uh, is that they they typically will have a 12-step program but they don't look at that as discipleship. They say, well, go get cleaned up and then you'll get discipled. Well, that never works. And so when we built the ministry of encounter, not only did I leave that world, not only did I leave the, the mega church world of all the mega churches that I worked in, but when I left that world, I started the ministry of encounter and God gave us a curriculum to write that me and my wife wrote. My wife wrote most of the Bible study. She's a tremendous writer we put together what God gave us as 12 anchors of hope that are full of grace, truth, discipleship, and recovery. It's not a program. All we're doing at Encounter is helping people get into the Word of God, pray so they can hear the voice of God, get into the presence of God, hear the Holy Spirit, and have the Holy Spirit of God reveal and rip out the root issues of their lives. And so there's no formula to it. We we call it Encounter, because we want people to have their own unique encounter because Jesus never healed anyone the same way twice. He never ministered to anyone the same way. He just he, The only thing he did consistently was preach the one central message in Matthew 4, 17 that he preached wherever he went. 
And that was repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. That's the starting point for living the life of discipleship that Jesus invites us where we're going to find freedom from all our issues, no matter what they are, small, bigger, or large, whether it's a past hurt, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a stronghold, whether it's a fear, whether it's an insecurity, whether it's a relationship wound, no matter what it is. And so I remember when I'm always talking about encounter, I always think of movies, and I, there's a movie that I've watched many, many times with Denzel Washington called Deja Vu, and Denzel Washington has a line with his co-star, Paula Patton, and I think it's one of the most amazing movie lines ever, and I use this line when I talk about the ministry of encounter, and the line is this, what if you had to tell someone the most important thing in the world and you knew they would not believe you, what would you do? And their answer was, I would try. And thus is the story of encounter. I believe it's the most important thing that a church could implement, that it's the most important ministry that a church could embrace. It's, it's probably the most important Bible study that any recovery ministry could ever put their hands on to take their clients through. And I've been trying to do that here in the state of Kentucky, and I'm hoping to do that more when the year 2024 rolls around, and you're going to hear more about that. But this is a special week where I'm celebrating, and in the Encounter Ministry is celebrating seven years since its inception. Now, in seven years, God has done so much. He's done so much, but I want to talk a little bit more in depth about the ministry of Encounter today and all week on the Encounter Radio Show. You see, when we launched the ministry of Encounter, we had one purpose, one mission, one vision, and one philosophy, to create a ministry and an, and an environment where anyone could have their own personal encounter with the Lord. The ministry of Encounter exists so that anyone can encounter Jesus, encounter hope, encounter the Holy Spirit, encounter the Father, and encounter freedom. Encounter peace, purpose, hope, healing, growth, and deliverance. Some people come for hope. Some people come to grow. Some people come to heal. Some people come for, for it all. I mean, you think about it. Of all the characters in the Bible that have ever had an encounter with the Lord, you ask them if they've ever been the same after their encounter with the Lord. Ask Saul before he became the Apostle Paul if he was ever the same after his encounter. Ask the thief on the cross who said, remember me when you come into your kingdom if he was ever the same. Ask the woman, the woman at the well that Jesus spoke about and revealed everything about her life that she became one of the most amazing evangelists telling everyone about Jesus, the man who knew everything about her. Ask the woman with an issue of blood that touched the hem of his garment, that power came out if she was ever the same after her encounter with Jesus. Ask Lazarus if he was ever the same after he was raised from the dead when Jesus just spoke and said, come on out. Ask the son who was demon-possessed, who was healed and cured after that demon and all of his demons were cast out. Ask every dead person who was ever raised back to life if they've ever been the same after their encounter with Jesus and even the grateful leper just to name a few of so many miraculous encounters just in the Bible that people had with Jesus but I'm here to tell you that since the inception of the encounter ministry 
Thousands upon thousands have encountered Jesus. Thousands have given their lives to Jesus. Thousands have been baptized. People have been saved, set free, healed, and never the same because they got themselves in a position through the word of God, through the power of prayer, getting into God's presence, hearing the voice of God, and being transformed by the power of God. That's what happened to me. When I look back on my life and reflect how I was healed and set free, it was because I encountered him. But how I responded to that encounter made all the difference. You see, God showed up and I bowed down. God revealed his love and I repented. God spoke and I said yes. God touched me and I've never been the same. My encounter with the Lord has never been the same. And that's the ministry of encounter. I'm going to talk more about encounter this week, but I'm going to ask you for your support. I'm going to ask you for your help. The encounter ministry really needs your help. One, to stay on this radio station. Uh, two, so that we can do more than just barely survive, which this past year, that's all we've done is just barely survive. Encounter wants to do retreats. Encounter wants to do conferences. Encounter has books that are now out on Amazon that needs to be in the hands of every recovery ministry across the United States. So you can go to the hopeencounter.org and go to our give button, or you could just email me directly at bill at thehopeencounter.org, and I can tell you a little bit more. I'd be glad to meet with you, get a cup of coffee with you. If you're a pastor or a church, or if you're looking for a good ministry during the holidays to support the Encounter Ministry, uh, would be a wonderful ministry to help. We so, we so appreciate and value and covet your prayers and your support. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Radio Show. I'm so blessed. I hope you tune in tomorrow. We'll talk more about the Encounter Ministry. God bless you and have a great day.